would you like life to be a little bit less of a struggle? Maybe life has been unpredictable so far this year for you, and maybe things haven't gone the way you wanted them to. Maybe you've been pretty upset about that, or maybe you've wondered, what am I doing wrong? Well, what if all of this experience this year has been a big setup for you to do what Elena Chapman did and say hello to your soul? Join us to find out more. Before we start this episode, I, Carrie Hummingbird, and I, Akeem Sami, want you to know that you are invited. You're invited to to join join Soul Nectar Nectar Tribe. Tribe. If you like what you hear on Soul Nectar Show, you will love being in person with us in Soul Nectar Tribe. We invite you to check it out. First 30 days is free. Right now, go to carryhummingbird.com, K-E-R-R-I, hummingbird.com, forward slash membership, and sign up. We'll We'll see see you at at our our next next tribe gathering. gathering. And now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Soul Nectar Show, that show where we talk about all things essence, where we gather around the campfire and we share our stories of connection to that which is bigger than us, the great mystery beyond the veil, to those synchronistic moments that lead us inexorably into a deeper understanding of ourselves and the world and and help us to find our place in it, in that connected synergy of oneness. I'm your host, Carrie Hummingbird, and I'm having a very playful time this year so far with my wonderful friend, Coyote, who has chosen to be the guide for my teaching, my group, my one-year program, and learning a lot about Hayoka medicine and the jokester, the mischievous intruder of life and how it, it comes in with these really unexpected connections, unexpected moments, and then they seem to disrupt what you wanted or you thought you were going to do. And your ideas about how life was going to be. And it comes in and it's like, nope, it's not going to be that way. And I feel like 2022 has kind of been like that so far for a lot yeah. of people I know, right? And I was just talking with my with my friend, Elena Chapman. She's here on the show with us today. Welcome, Elena. Ah, thank you, Carrie. I'm so happy to be here with you. Uh, and yes, what a trickster, the coyotes, but even with us. <laughs> I know, we've literally tried four times to start this conversation and uh, we finally just, I just finally had to reveal to Elena, oh yeah, that's, I should tell you that coyotes working with me this year. <laughs> that's why it's been so challenging because sometimes I feel like these interruptions are sort of like to get the intention set in the right place. It's like, okay, are you fully present? Are you really ready? Are you going to dive into this meaningful conversation? Are you kind of like half here and half someplace else and thinking about something else? And it's like, no, these conversations are sacred and they're important. And uh, I welcome you to the show. So I want to tell you a little bit about Elena. Elena is the host of the highly syndicated radio show and podcast, Magical Moments with Elena Chapman, with over 250,000 monthly listeners. And she's a two-time international bestselling author. And her latest book is Hello Soul. 
everyday ways to begin awakening your spirituality and live by your soul, which I also find super fun because the soul can make stuff stop and start at its will. And like, we're sort of sitting here like, okay, thank you. Yeah. So wonderful work. I also saw that your last book was You Can't Escape from a Prison If You Don't Know You're in One. And yeah, I'm writing about some things right now about the Western woman. You know, the, the Dalai Lama said the Western woman will save the world, right? And I yeah. look around and I look at myself and I say, how? <laughs> show me. So anyway, I welcome you to the show uh, more about Elena in the show notes. And I'm so curious to hear your perspective on the world today and how you became the leader that you are and how you're making a difference. Gosh, well, the thing is, I help people tap into their inner wisdom, which is the soul, right? And when you tap into that, well, first of all, I'll start with why did I even want to do that? (laughs) Yeah, why? Why do you want to let your soul come in and disrupt broadcasts? Yeah, why? Yeah, why did I let it just lead the way totally? And it's because I found that I was an unconscious competent. And when I lost my meaning, everything was happening magically for me. My life was magic from the time I was seven on. And then when I deviated by not following the magic and doing what other people, i.e. my parents wanted me to do, I lost everything. Okay. I lost the magic. And we're talking really cool magic guys. You know, like the synchronicities out this world. I want something. I just, it's there. If I, I go out for a walk and my mother would beg me not to go out for a walk. Cause when I went out for a walk, I'd always bring home dogs, cats, raccoons. They just follow me home. And so with that, <laughs> like through kind of magic and nobody knew what to do with me. But then you know, when I lost it, it was really interesting. I started to feel the, the heaviness of this world, the incredible heavy energy that lays on people's shoulders. I started to feel how everything was hard. It was just hard to get motivated. It was hard to get yourself aimed for a goal. Everything was like repetition, repetition, do the same thing every day. And everybody was, is caught in this, oh my gosh, a circling kind of repetition cycle that never stops. And I finally was, I was getting kind of not nice. I was getting kind of bitchy, actually. I was getting very sarcastic. And my mother said, oh, and my mom's like queen of sarcasm, by the way. (laughs) I was on the phone with her one day and she goes, my gosh, you sound like such a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, mom. Thank you. Appreciate your confidence in me. Yeah. And I I stopped and I, I had to think, I thought, that's not me. Yeah. So that's when I started, first of all, finding my way back to that magic, which first started with me getting back into the happiness, back into being grateful, get myself launched out of that cycle of mundaneness mm-hmm. and start seeing things in a different way. And I started to look up at the sky. I love the sky. The sky to me is ever changing, ever new. And there's so many signs just in the sky for us if we look. So I started looking at the sky. I started doing my gratitudes. I started to do things that made me happy every day. Started to take my walks back in nature. I started to look, just ask, sit under the tree and ask the tree. And at that time, I had lost the ability to even hear it. But I slowly started to get it back. And it's like the world started to just open. And then one day, 
I was in the car and I'm driving and I just thought, I'm going to just try it. And I said, hello, soul, are you there? And I heard in a gentle voice from a particular part of me, well, hello, Elena, of course I am. And I said, oh my gosh, I've got to learn now. I've got to find my way to be guided by that sound and not the loud (laughs) ego critical sound that says, no, you can't. Oh no, why do you think you can do that? Oh, see, Elena, you did it again. (laughs) I wanted to hear, I wanted to be guided by that other incredible voice. That's my soul. And, And so what I did was I contacted teachers. Well, I didn't even have to contact. They came to me. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. And so I just had shaman friends, teachers. uh, I had a Taoist. I had all these different people that just came to me through all sorts of, usually through social media or through classes I was taking that they would just appear in. They weren't the teachers at that time. I Just everywhere I went, I found incredible people that were teaching and They taught me different ways, but when I put it together on hindsight, what everybody and the universe was the one that did this because I put the request out there. And what it was really doing was each one was dealing with a separate chakra. Hmm. And I was learning the lessons of that chakra with whatever teacher was brought into my life until it reached the chakra where I could open my heart. To listening to my soul, free of any belief or dogma or past experience that would tell me it wasn't soul. So I actually was so incredibly, now I'm back living by my soul. It guides me everywhere. It's the one that told me I teach in turn, uh, your inner wisdom. It's the one that takes me on these incredible mystical journeys and everywhere that I go. It's the one that really helps me to open the gifts for other people. It's my soul. And it is a different kind of world. It's not heavy. In fact, it's incredibly magical and happy. And you sure, you get caught up with things. Sure, sometimes there's obstacles and challenges. My gosh, just getting on this interview today was a challenge. <laughs> just getting on this interview was a challenge. Oh but you know, actually, Alina, it's because I realized that intention is important. Our intention of having the conversation, like when maybe before years ago, when I started doing my, my podcast years ago, and I just, you know, if I wasn't totally present, it, my soul's like, no, that's fine. We'll just do the talk because it's not as so concerned. But as we start to refine our abilities and as we get more in tune and as we we're really opening up that channel and the mastery expands, now the soul's like, nope, that's now we're going to work on the next level. So if you're going to do the conversation on three and we're having this, this conversation is going to be published later, but it's 322, 2022. So that's a powerful number. So if you're going to have this conversation on this day, make it impactful, make it meaningful. And the only way to do that is to come and approach it from a totally open heart, ready to go, ready to embrace, ready to listen to the combination of the wisdom that our souls want to share in this broadcast and really open to it ourselves. 
And I wasn't, honestly, I wasn't totally open to it because I get, I'm on a project, I'm a manifester and I'm on a project right now writing a new book. And so I was yeah. like, I want to do this today. And, <laughs> and then my son had stuff. He needed help like the two hours before. And I like took up that, like sucked that hour right out of my day. And then now we had this interview and I was like, oh, I didn't get enough time to write. And I was kind of grouchy. And I came on and I was like, oh, I'm going to do this interview. I'm going to do a good job because I wanted to do it. But I wasn't completely like yeah. Elena and I and our souls are going to meet and we're going to have this conversation right here, right now today. Yes. Yeah. And so we had to keep getting disrupted until I saw when my soul was I telling know. me, Carrie, you're not in the right spot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Your soul will guide you. And yeah. just like I told you, it was a soul that came up to me and said, Elena, you teach in our wisdom or the one that sits there with the, I was at the Little River Wetlands. I usually get like a tea and I sit for in the morning after I drop my son off at school because I don't want to go home yet. <laughs> so I park the car at the Little River Wetlands and I'll have my tea and I'll get my mind in order. I'll do my gratitudes. And there was this wonderful beech tree right there and it was cold. I didn't want to go for the walk. It was too cold for me. So I started talking to the tree right beside me. And the tree says, today is the day, Elena, you have got to start doing more stretching and open the, the channels of all the flow in your body. And so if you live by your soul, you start to see that spirit is omnipresent. It's everywhere in everything and everything speaks and everything really speaks with one voice. It's, and it's of the light. And so when you're guided by that, your life lightens. Yeah, it lightens. You don't, you it's don't, not that this stuff doesn't stop. I mean... No, stuff doesn't stop. Honestly, you, it's us that we get the opportunity to open and give space to the soul through the challenges that the personality is going through. Because as a personality on this planet at this time, there's a lot of very confronting things that are going on as a personality. Up. Like yesterday, I just saw that the ERA still hasn't been passed. And I didn't know that, Elena. I was ignorant of that. I thought it was. I thought it was a done deal like in the 70s. No, actually, it's not. And I started looking at it and I was like, wow, I'm really triggered by this. Like I was getting more research and I was like, this is very triggering. And I said, okay, so now, now what? Do we stay there? And I was asking myself, Carrie, are you going to stay there? If I open my heart to this person that's masculine that's really a proponent of it. Oh, I open my heart to this person and see like, okay, I'm a healer. What do I see in my healer lens? Like if I open my heart in the hollow bone, what's there? Yeah. And I see a scared little boy. So yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that's what's leading. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah, very scary. And and that is the thing. And but now that you see that scared little boy because you can see in a different place now. You can, that's what it is. The soul allows you to, that inner wisdom allows you not to be guided by defensive reactionary ways. It allows you to draw upon eternal true wisdom. And when you do that, all of a sudden doors unlock in the universe for you. And so, yes, you can get, close your eyes and you can draw from love. It's all love. That's so important. The wisdom comes from love, nothing else. And when you can draw upon that love, just like you did, Carrie, you can see 
the true personality of what, where that person's vibration is. And as a, a shaman, learning the shaman way, shamans see everything by a vibration. So you see that wonderful being and that skip, and it'll make, and then for you, it'll help you to respond to that person in a more loving way that is more productive towards the ends that we need to better the country, to better our situation, to better the obstacle. It's just, that's what living by the soul truly is. And, you know, and sure, the magic comes back, but the real magic is how you deal with your life. All of a sudden, it changes totally. And yeah. It's not that we're like just surrendering these things. So it's not like, no. okay, now I feel better, so I don't need to do anything. No, it's just that now I feel I'm more tapped into a more expanded view my heart's open. And then I'm like thinking back to Jesus, you know, I'm thinking back to, they know not what they do. Okay. They know not what they do. They're so myopic. Like some people operating things in our nation and in the world are so like very myopic. They're not seeing like the bigger picture because there's a fear constricts and love expands. And when we see that we can open up. Right. And, but we can only do it when we ask that first question that you asked and you're Hello, are you there, soul? Yeah, it is. You know, you you open saying that a Western woman, I keep saying we do need someone, not just a woman. Everybody. We we need, yeah, we need everybody. We need people, but we we want someone who has that, that the yin in them, the yin and the yang, right? The yin is the feminine mastery of of being with the soul of going into the wisdom of sitting back and assessing the situation from a higher point of view not sticking with traditionary roles that we are so trying to stick with and then we've got other people other leaders who are sticking to other traditionary roles which both those roles by the way caused many wars <laughs> yeah exactly lots and lots of fear and wars We need to get rid of those very egocentrical roles because they're going to get us into trouble. We've got a lot of stuff happening. We're in a major, but instead of curling up in a ball and saying, I don't know what to do, when you're guided by the soul, you can see that this pathway is starting to make clear as we awaken more and more that, that, yes, it is possible that someone is going to pop out from out of nowhere, when the time is just when it's supposed to be, because that's how the universe works. And we'll say, no, this is not going to work. And really, that is starting to happen in some ways. We're already seeing some incredible people that have a little bit more higher vision, let's say. And they're saying, this isn't going to work. But we are in an interesting place. We're in a place of great change. There's, And anybody who's fearing it, let go of the fear. Fear is the opposite of love. It will hold you back from seeing the higher. And on top of that, it'll cripple you in your life too. So that is a useless, useless thing to have. Let it go. We're yeah, not and it's not the- like we give up, right? We don't give up, Elena. No. I mean, no. like we didn't give up having no. this conversation. For me, I just went, Oh, okay. Trickster energy. I'm being redirected. Okay. Why? What's my state of being? I'm starting to look at, right? And I'm listening like, okay, what am I doing? Okay. And I've I've gotten a lot of slam doors this year on things. So I'm getting really practiced at like listening when the doors are slamming. It's like, okay, that's not the right direction. All right. Something about that 
And so they start to ask the questions, right? So I feel like it's, we have to move out of this idea that we have like a linear path towards a destination we selected, which I feel is like a lot of that new age, you know, idea around manifesting is like, I selected my destination and now I expect to, to get there. And that's not it. It's more like you're opening and asking questions and being led to a place you don't even know you're going. Not really. Yeah. I talk about that in the book too. Oh, cool. Everybody wants their, okay. I always say, people say, oh, Elena, I want to know my purpose. And I'm saying, okay, but this is the thing. They say, well, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. <laughs> I want to be an international bestselling author. And, and they're just laying this all. Okay, good, good. Breathe. <laughs> Your soul doesn't have that kind of purpose. It's not. So you set up all these grand things in your manifestation. I'm going to be queen or whatever. And so there you are and you're aiming for that and you're, oh gosh, you are so geared in and this is the way you're going to go. And the universe says, well, it's fine. You want to be queen and your soul saying this because your, your soul is here for three things. Okay. To experience, to create and to love. That's the basic thing. And then it has something it's supposed to learn in these experiences and what you're creating and even how you love. And that is what we're here for. So no matter what experience, I'm going to be queen and I'm, I'm so strict on how I want to do it. But these, you, our souls say, wait a minute, your journey is all about our soul's lesson. And that might be freedom. That might be compassion. That might be, I don't know, learning uh, learning what it is to flow in life. It could be a bunch of things. It's usually something more about that will advance you spiritually. Yeah, like being a mother. Yeah. <laughs> or a mentor. <laughs> Both yeah, the same thing. Mother, there's got to be a special place for us. <laughs> Please. Uh, I feel like it's like the advanced soul curriculum. <laughs> Compassion is the biggest thing. Love and and compassion is one of the biggest. And when you open to that, it's amazing. Yeah, motherhood is one heck. I have three boys. I do understand motherhood. (laughs) So Elena, when you you wrote the book, to me, your first book title, You Can't Escape from a Prison If You Don't Know You're in One, to me, kind of hints that, and I've not read this book, but it hints that you you also are open to shadow work. It feels like seeing where you are is like really a part of the picture, right? But I see a lot oh. of people in the new age world want just like mantra over anything that feels uncomfortable. And I've learned that you can't, like that's yeah. actually, you got to no. immerse in it to feel it with, but never lose the knowing that you're only on a journey of discovery. Like you're not you don't want to get lost in that shadow, but you, you no. got to journey through it, right? You transform it. You transform it. Yeah. You got to bring light to it. That, that's what I do. That's the whole thing of working through the chakras too. And yes, yeah, I did it. You can't escape from a prison if you don't know you're in one, which most people do not know they're in one. And that's the whole hint of that book. And it's the beginning of how to get yourself stepping out. But hello, soul, I do talk about doing it. It's shadow work. What do you think blocks people? They start to hear the soul, but they can't get back to it. Or Elena, I just, I got this incredible meditation, but I can't get back. You put glass ceilings because you haven't done the work. And to hear clearly and purely and to feel your intuition 
purely not by preconceived belief system, but by being in the present, the now, and accepting. And you can only do that if you've accepted all those little shadow parts of yourself. You know, that first chakra, who are you? How do you relate to this world? How do you feel you relate to this world? That's humongous because that's everything. And why don't I feel the way I want to feel in this world? There you go. Now we're stepping into the shadow zone. Yeah. And we have to reveal these uncomfortable patterns in order to move through them. We don't want to get stuck in there, but we want to, well, we're already stuck in there. (laughs) Let's be honest. We are stuck. (laughs) So so shadow work is about realizing you're already mired in it. And here's what you're mired in. But then when you turn your awareness to it and you all of a sudden realize you're in a cage, it's like, oh my gosh. And then there's like that, I don't know, that period of fear where it's like, how do I get out of this cage? I Now I know I'm in one. And then that's that process of relaxing and opening and letting love in because love will open all the cages, right? I mean, that's... Yeah. I, I, for instance, I went through a time when I saw how the labels that were given to me when I was a kid, and this is, you know, these, it's funny. Some of the labels, like I was bossy. (laughs) Imagine that. Imagine that. (laughs) And I was talkative and I, I was whatever there, there was, I, there were so many freaking labels and I had to sit down and look at those because they were causing me to do the total opposite. I was trying to hide those shadows deep, dark inside of me. So I would not assert myself. I'd always stay in the background. You know what I mean? I wouldn't, because then I'm bossy. Do you see? Yes. And see how it was handicapping my life subconsciously. I'd go home at night and say, why did I do that? Well, because in my subconscious mind, you can't show them you're bossy. You can't show, see, just labels alone. We're not even talking about experiences. We're just talking about freaking labels. But when you go in and you look at that, I learned, well, this wonderful journey where you go inside yourself and you call up that little girl that was called bossy, or you call up and you talk to her and you learn her story. Why was she called bossy? And then you, because you're in an observational role, highly important. <laughs> oh yeah, you got to be the witness. If you're if you're like identifying as it, you're gonna be so uncomfortable. Drama. You're <laughs> thrown back time. You don't want to do that. You are observing. Now that you're observing, you can talk to that part of you in a way that gets rid of, transforms the bossiness into, oh my gosh, leadership. Oh my gosh, holding my family together in hard times, picking myself up. Courageous. Courageous, exactly. And all of a sudden, you've just transformed that little piece of shadow. And it's not just like one piece of shadow. It's like everything associated with that label of bossy gets transformed. And because there's so many threads, if you try to do it thread by thread, you would just be exhausted. (laughs) Yes, you can't. Yeah. There's a lot no. of interlocking threads in our cult, our cultural and societal programming. Totally. That's generational and that's embedded and that it's so part of the fabric of our be of our living that it's hard to even see it. So it doesn't all get done at once. No. I mean, I, I want to just wipe the slate clear, but you know, I know that nice. We'll just sit down and one meditation. <laughs> 
But really, I think the soul is smart. Universe is smart. I mean, come on. Well, we're here to learn, right? So we're here experience. And our journey, when it is time for us, things will be revealed or will be more accepting. You know, we might be farther along where something big. I've had people who have had such a hard, hard life when in their childhood that they actually have a memory. They can't remember it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, am I going to say, oh yeah, we're just going to launch right in there and see what that is. Oh, holy no. That's not what we're going to do at all. <laughs> no, because there could be a lot of really painful trauma there that's not safe for them to look at. Because if their consciousness is blocking it, it's not safe yet. Exactly. I always do a meditation and I always ask and it tells me and it says, no, not at this time sometimes. And when it says that, definitely. And so what we do, you know, we, we build, we build the strength, we build around it. We build that confidence in ourselves. We build that love in ourselves. We build all of that. And then before you know it, they'll come back to me and say, I'm starting to get glimpses and it's okay. See, everything comes when it's supposed to come. It really yeah, does. it's that not forcing. It's no, not, not forcing not it. it. You just spin your wheels. That's a very yang thing. So do you, you know? think like sometimes people get to a big block and they just like can't move through it and they just have to go take a break? And then take maybe break, in that break, things come in. Listen, you know, and we've all felt those blocks. And even when I'm very where I am and where you, you're, where you're, you're at, I'm sure you, you said you had closing doors. That's a block, right? So we have these blocks and it's not meant, number one, it's not meant to throw us off. It's meant for us to grow. It really is. But sometimes, quite frankly, well, what am I supposed to grow in? We're at questions. We have questions. We're blocked. (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand. Like I said, I wanted to do this, but it's not, you know, and then and then now what? And I can't get through it, right? And people have this happen a lot in this kind of work. For me, I surrender it, first of all. I walk, I work on the things I can work on. So I say, universe, listen, if you don't want me doing this or you don't want me to take this path, fine, show me, open a door for me. I am here, I am open. I'll say that. And I have particular ones I work up there with everybody, you know, and I... (laughs) If I get really frustrated, I'll go, what the hell? <laughs> I know. I have so done that. Why? You know, it's like that epic scream. Yeah, we but-, <laughs> but then we get our common sense back and we come <laughs> more from love. But everybody has a frustration. But the thing is, the difference is when you're guided by your soul or you're, you're opening to that love, which is the soul, then all of a sudden you don't do it as long. And you don't, yeah. you're not living and you don't give up. And you're not in angst. Instead, you surrender it. Work on the things you can. Keep your eyes open. Meditate. Do journal writing to find out what I can do to grow. You know, and I talk to friends. What can I do to grow? Not where's my big chance, but because you have to become whatever it is that you want. And if it's not happening, then you haven't become what you need to become yet. Yeah, it's a process of becoming. I like that you're saying that. And sometimes the process of becoming requires stillness and contemplation and even just silence, you know, like just stopping. Have a hot cup of tea. 
find your sacred little space and sit down and allow your imagination to just soar into what you want to become. That's yeah, and then what you want to become is driven by your soul anyway. So it's all part of it. Right. Otherwise, you would have never got the idea on your head. Exactly. So believe it. And the more you gain confidence, everything comes from the inside. That's what we have to learn. Everything. So as above is below everything. In is out. Not everything out is in. Everything in is out. What is going on inside of us is what we create out here. Guaranteed. Interesting. So when you're a teacher, that's really interesting too, because you have people coming to you and they have their things that are going on. And so that's where that gets really complex because they're having their things going on. And that sort of relates to you in some way, but it's not you because it's their journey, but it's also kind of sort of related to you. So there's this really interesting thing, space I get into with that. It's like, okay, lots of inquiry. What is this actually about? What's actually happening here? I'm learning something from this person's experience. They're learning something. How do I help this person if I can to shift? And sometimes that's letting go for a moment. So it's kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. Because we don't own these people. No, no. <laughs> no. It's remembering that they're on their own journey. Yeah. And accept them where they're at. I mean, I've had classes where one person is just not there yet. Do you know what I mean? They just because they're, but it's not that they're wrong. And it's not because they're getting an F in class. Remember those school days? Oh, yeah. No, because they're on a different journey than the other ones might be. They have something else. And so then I'll just say, you know what? I want to do a separate call with you. And then I'll get them on a different strand where we get to do their journey because they're obviously not doing well in this journey. And the people here are happy. But like I say, everybody is on their own particular journey. And they will all split off eventually because they have their own children. Like children. Yeah. And that's what it's about. Yeah. It really is. Because I mean, once you found your soul, Elena, you know, you're not that you don't need any more guidance, but you're listening within more, you know, so. More than anything. I listen to what is within me. Now, and I do, but what I have the hardest time with, to tell you the honest truth, because I'm listening in, especially in my company, I'll be quite honest. Why not? I mean, I'm always telling about myself. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So it's, I'm an open door in other words. So, you know, when I say something and like people on my team will say, no, no, no. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, I got this guidance and they're saying no, no, no. And so I, I used to get kind of angry, but then I learned, you know what? They're just not willing to accept it yet. It's just simple as that. And then all of a sudden, two months later, you know, I have to apologize. Or, you know, that sounds, I'll bring it up again and they'll say, like, it's a new idea. <laughs> yeah, it's new now. Right. See, they had to grow into it. Yeah. Know? And that's the thing is to know where you are and where others are, because that's the thing. I think um, sometimes humility can get in your way, <laughs> I found, because I can humble myself quite a bit. And then I won't realize that something I know is actually true, but they're just not yeah. there yet. Like they just haven't yeah. found it yet. And so I'm having to like, really, I'm doing a lot of work with myself right now to realize, okay, Carrie, where are you really? And then where is this person really? And then it, where's the bridge? And 
not yeah. to doubt the wisdom because the wisdom always comes through. It's always yeah. correct. Yes. And the one thing I find when I'm living with my soul, especially with intention, anytime we want to make it only about ourselves, a lot of times it's harder. But like you're doing, Carrie, you're bringing in the bigger picture. And every time we look and say, okay, where are they at? Not why in the hell aren't they listening? <laughs> you see the difference? Yeah. But that's a big difference. I used to because say that though. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> but then you hit a stone wall. Yeah. Because you're not coming from a higher perspective. You're causing my personality. Yeah. And somebody else is at fault for me not getting to do what I want to do. Instead of, wait a minute, I need this person. So what is going on with them? And what's going on? Where can we meet? Or what is the message I'm supposed to be learning from this? You've got to look into yourself. And does it take a lot of time? Not really. I've only been stuck a few times in my life where I really had to do like spirit writing and, and write it out until it comes out of me, you know, because it's all inside you because I don't want to hear it. But now, since I've connected to my soul, I'm pretty darn, now I don't have to do that very much. I do know. And I'm not worried like everyone else. I know that everything will come when it's supposed to come. And for whatever reason, it wasn't supposed to come when I wanted it to come or when they wanted it to come. Yeah, yeah it's a big one. It's a big one. And, and we're passionate. We're passionate. We care. We're open-hearted. We want our future generations to be on this planet and be on a healthy, beautiful planet. We, I know we all want that in our hearts and we don't know how to get there necessarily, but our souls know how to get there. I trust our souls. And this is, the other thing is, is your soul will be definite and you, you will feel it within yourself. I remember way back when, I tell this story, this was way back when. Yeah, my dad decided if I was going to stay where I was staying, which I'm still here. I don't know why, but I am in Indiana. So I, uh, there were good musical opportunities when I was in music. This was way back. My dad said, okay, I'm cutting you off. So here I am. And if I moved home, then I'm going to have somebody telling me exactly what I need to do in my life, right? Oh my gosh, let me think about what I'm going to do. I'm going to stay here for right? Yeah. But I only had $200 in my pocket. That's some, that's some scary that's stuff. And I was about what? No, oh God, I was about 30. And so I, and I saw a homeless woman and I gave her 20 bucks. So we don't even have 200 anymore. <laughs> we have 180. So, but then, but this is what happened. And this is what is the important thing about understanding your soul and decision-making. Because I saw that person and I had the, uh, of course I gave her somebody. She needed it. She really needed it. But then I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I'm almost there. And then I thought, no, that's not the life for me. That's it. That's it. It's done. Didn't worry about it. Didn't go, oh my God, oh my God. Because that creates it, right? We know the manifesting thing. Nope, that's not the life for me. And I mean, not missing a beat that afternoon, my best friend said, hey, there's an apartment available in my neighborhood and they want 500 down and another 500 for the end. Well, I have two, <laughs> about $180, but I said, yes, I'll come see it. 
And when I got to that apartment, it was the cutest little apartment, needed a lot of work. But God, I had a little parapet that I could sit out with and I'd say, I'd fill it with plants and I'd have my cup of tea in the morning. I could see myself there. And all of a sudden, I heard myself say, and it's like the soul just took over and said, you know, I really love this apartment, but it needs a lot of work. I said, why don't you let me take, I'll stay here. If you'll let me live here free for two months, I will transform this if you will buy the supplies. And as I'm saying that, I'm saying, what in the hell? Because I don't know how to do this stuff. (laughs) But the guy said, that's fine. And that gave me time to move into that apartment. I mean, I read, I learned how to redo wood floors. I learned how to just paint beautiful things. I made that a, it was adorable when I was done. But the thing was, I got to get my life together. I got a job real fast, made a lot of money. And then I, um, a week, it was hard, hard work, but it got my feet back on the ground. And then the school started up and I could start teaching. But see, it was all guided. But I had to say the first thing, no, this isn't the path I'm on. Yeah, you had to choose. You had to choose with conviction, Uh, like Gandalf. Yes, I had to choose with conviction. So you're not living wishy-washy. You choose where you want to go. And then the soul works through you to create the journey. (laughs) That's how it works. Yep. Yep. And, and the thing is like the wishy-washy underneath, the soul knows like, oh, there, it's in uh, there. <laughs> the soul's like, where, where, where? <laughs> Which way you're going? Cause your sails are flopping on this side yeah. and flopping on that side and you're not making yeah. it to the wind here. So. Whole universe down doing that. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's frustrated. Everybody's just be yeah. yourself. I mean, that's be confident and be yourself. That's what we're all working to do. And I, I feel like the, when women really figure that out, we're going to have a whole different world. So I'm, I'm, I know you're part of that transformation process. I feel like I am. I'm really grateful to have these conversations with you. And I'm really glad we got through the end of this conversation. I know. Oh my gosh. I'm glad the coyote was so nice. Thank you, coyote. Guys, check out Hello Soul because that's going to be your start on your journey to love yourself, feel that confidence and strength in yourself and to feel that guidance that there's nothing like it. There really isn't. It is. And when women start understanding how beautiful they are i mean truly beautiful and strong strong we've been told to be weak we're not weak we're freaking amazons inside yeah. <laughs> we are strong that movie yeah. that movie that has a surface pressure song now and it's like the woman's like swinging her hips this way and swinging them that way and stuff's falling over and she's like i'm a, a look at my muscles i mean We've kind of gotten so strong that we actually need to now relax and let ourselves be supported by spirit and by our ancestors and, you know, this planet. We've got to be, I think what we feel, we're strong in the yang, which is the doing into the man's world. And that part of it, I know I don't look at thank you very much, but that was part of the end tale. I was of that generation. I saw... Yeah, I was burning my bra with everybody else, right? And so, but the thing was a pantsuit, the man, we do the corporation, be like a man, right? And that's all yang. That's do, do, do. Follow the rules and be. Plus, I think that women, you know, especially as with the mother instinct, I just think that women just are tapped into 
our body senses, our feelings, and we know when things aren't right. And so we have to trust that knowing and stand up and speak that with, we don't have to do it with brutal truth. I'm actually writing this section now about being nice, like you were talking about earlier, brutal honesty, which is like, I'm going to take my sword and just cut you to pieces, you know? Yeah, But there's like humble truth. And so we can speak humble truth. And I think when we actually do that, we're going to open hearts because that's what women do. We open hearts. We actually care. Like there's so many of us that care. I know there's lots of us that have gotten our hearts really cold and and tight because we're like, I got to defend myself from all this pain. But I feel like there's the potential is so powerful, especially when we break these bonds of fighting and comparison and competing and all of this stuff. And we stand together. Because we're all valued. We're all part of the puzzle. We, we all are. have a song we to are. sing. It's all of us together. The world really needs us. And we, we need the nurturing. We are, the, we are able to tap into all the gifts of the Spirit so much easier. And if we decide to accept that part of us. And with that comes wisdom. And when we have that wisdom and we add it with love, oh my gosh, that's when the world changes. And that is the only way the world is going to change. Yeah, I, I, I believe you. I do. Tapping into our soul is especially the only way the world is going to change is with the help yeah. of our souls. So if we're, if the personality has to do it, well, we've kind of seen what's, what the personality does. We've exhausted everything else. <laughs> we've, we've just destroyed it all, you know. So we need the soul. Yeah. Well, if everybody is interested Hello Soul. Hello Soul. Amazon. It actually sold out, but I think they got some more now. Yay. So I was I was shocked. I hadn't done anything yet. See? Isn't that cool? It's you really cool. I'm gonna get my copy. And uh so, yeah, thank you so much. Thank and you. I've got the link. Um, I'm gonna put it in the show notes about how to learn more about Elena's book and also the work that she does. And Check them. And if you want to learn more about me, I do have a website, soulmanifesto.com. But go to YouTube, Elena Chapman, and, and just watch. All, everything's there. Magical Moment, uh, Soul Manifesto Podcast also. I have two podcasts. And also all the videos and, I don't know, just have fun, you know? Yeah. Have, have a have cup fun. of tea. Watch a video. <laughs> have a cup of tea. Watch a video. Sit outside. Go on a walk in nature. Listen to if there's an audible. And, you know. Getting one. Getting one. So to be there soon. Awesome. Thank you so much. So. Now we're going to give kisses to everybody. And before we do, I want to say, I hope that you receive gold nuggets from this conversation. I hope you feel empowered and inspired. I wish you a beautiful, beautiful day and week. And here come kisses for you, all beloved, beautiful beings that are listening. We love you so much. Yay. And we'll see you next time on Soul Nectar Show. Bye for now, everyone. And namaste, guys. Awesome, awesome, awesome. If you found even one gold nugget in this episode of Soul Nectar Show, will you do us a favor? Will you subscribe, like, and share this episode? Maybe even write a comment and let us know what you thought about it. We really, really want to engage with you at a much deeper level. Let's be part of community together. Have a great week, everyone. Bye for now. To dive in deeper to nourishing conversation, 
visit soulnectar.show. Take a sip from the drip of nectar, from the source of who you are.